Hi, welcome to Destiny Church International's final service for 2021. We want to lead into 2022 with joy. Amen. Proverbs 17:22 says, "A joyful heart is good medicine." So we want to impart some joy in the name of Jesus. Finish out 2021 strong. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Yeah. And we'll go into 2022 strong and ready for what's coming. We worship the God who was. We worship the God who is. We worship the God who evermore will be. He opened the prison doors, he parted the raging sea, my God, he holds the victory. There's joy in the house of the Lord, there's joy in the house of the Lord today, and we won't be quiet, we shout out your praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord, our God is surely in this place. And we won't be quiet. We shout out your praise. We shout out your praise. We sing to the God who heals. We sing to the God who saves. We sing to the God who always makes a way. As he hung up on that cross. Then he rose up from that grave, my God still rolling stones away. There's joy in the house of the Lord, there's joy in the house of the Lord today. And we won't be quiet, we shout out your praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord, our God is surely in this place. And we won't be quiet. Yeah. 
magnify you, God. You are so awesome in this place today, God. We just invite your presence in. Wherever you're watching today from, we just say, Holy Spirit, flood into that room. And Lord, let there just be good feelings. Let your presence bring forth this incredible presence today. Lord, as we go into 2022, I want to encourage you. Don't go into 2022 with all of the stuff that's weighing you down. Like, don't take that baggage into 2022. Lay it down right here, this last Sunday of the year. Can this be a commitment day for us that we say, Lord, I'm going to give you everything that I cannot fix. Like, honestly, we don't need God's help to fix the things that we can fix. But there are things in all of our worlds that we can't fix. But He is the fixer. He's the one that can solve all of our problems. And He's the endless resource of all of our resources. So I want to encourage you, if there's stuff going on in your world that you can't fix, like it could be something financial or something physical with your health or something spiritual or maybe something even in your family, why don't you just today throughout this service just say, Lord, I'm tired. I'm just tired. And I'm ready to give this over to you. Because this next song that we are singing, it says, Lord, I give you my heart. That word Lord in the Hebrew is Adonai. It means, Lord, you're the ruler. You're the master. You're the one who is over every part of my life. And if we're going to sing this to him, let's give him all of it. Not just the good parts, but let's give him all of it. All of the troubles, the struggles, the trials, the dysfunction. Let's give it to him. Let's give it to him.
is our last time to say the declaration for 2021, so let's say it together. I will constantly guard my heart and align it with God's holy word, for everything that I do flows from it. Thank you for joining us online today. I wish y'all were here in person so that I could see you and hug you and 
uh, just tell you how much I love you and appreciate being your pastor. But today, we've given you the opportunity and all of our visitors to be at home with their families, traveling and celebrating Christmas. And I hope you had a great time with your uh, families. Um, you know, worshiping God with just being with your family is such a beautiful thing to him. He loves it when we spend time together with one another, just encouraging each other. So while you're away spending time with your family, I want you to really, really understand that you are worshiping God and it's so beautiful to him. I hope you also enjoyed the worship that our worship team brought to us right before the message. We recorded that earlier in the week uh, but we really felt impressed that those songs would set up the mood and the atmosphere to receive and prepare our hearts to receive this message today. So you don't have to turn in your Bibles anywhere today. I'm going to really put all the words uh, to the scriptures on the screen. And so you can just kind of follow along today. I do want to start by asking you a question, though, because this message today um, just is all about dreams and vision uh, for our lives. And I don't know if you've ever had any times in your life where your dreams were crushed, but I have. And I've had it where it just didn't work out. And I, I either I didn't plan well, or it didn't seem like it was the right season for me. But whatever, whatever happened, I, I'm like, it didn't work out well. And it devastated me. Uh, it depressed me. It crushed me to the point where uh, really I just cried. Um, and so you might have had times like that where something didn't turn out the way you wanted it to turn out and you were just devastated. You moved, were moved to tears. Um, and sometimes that's just a natural response that we just want to cry because we wanted it so bad or we worked so hard and it didn't turn out well. And so anytime things like that happen in my life, I usually like to go to the scripture and see, one, did this happen to Jesus? And two, how did he respond? And so I found these couple of places in scriptures where Jesus wept. And one was when he was coming back into Jerusalem in Luke 19, verses 41 and 42. It says that as he came closer to Jerusalem and saw the city ahead, he began to weep. And he said, how I wish today that all of you people would understand the way to peace. There's two things that I want to point out uh, while this scripture is still on the screen. Number one. I want you to note the word ahead. When he saw the city ahead, that's going to be really important as I get into the word a, deep, a little deeper today. And then the phrase, he wanted them to understand the way to peace. There was, they wanted peace. He wanted peace for them, but there was a way, a path that they had to take. And he was praying for them. I wish they knew how to get there. The second time Jesus was uh, crying, it's, we note it as the shortest verse of scripture in the Bible where it says Jesus wept. And this is when his, one of his closest friends, Lazarus, died. And Jesus wept and he was disturbed to the point where the scripture says several times that he was angry. And so God was uh, experiencing a lot of emotions at that time through his son, Jesus. And he was experiencing a lot of discouragement. Uh, things did not turn out the way that he wanted for Lazarus' life. 
and so while he was headed to the tomb where Lazarus had been buried, he wept. And why was he weeping? He was weeping because this was not his plan for Lazarus' life. Lazarus was cut down, not in the prime of his life, but before the prime of his life. He hadn't even got to the best years of his life. He was weeping because uh, the people had just settled for death winning. They had just settled for destruction and chaos to reign. They had just settled. And Jesus was not happy with that environment. He was upset that the dreams uh, all the plans that Lazarus had for the future, they did not come to fruition because death had taken over. The good thing about this is that Jesus is the resurrection and the life. And he said, if you believe in me, I am the resurrection and the life. And he called Lazarus forth out of that grave. And Lazarus was resurrected. And all of Lazarus' dreams and, and hopes and desires for his life, they were fulfilled because of Jesus' resurrection. Here's the great thing. Jesus is our resurrection as well. And so all of the things in our life, he gives us a newness. He gives us the ability for dreams and visions to come back to life. We're really at a place in our history that none of us have ever been before. And it's where there's this overwhelming, ominous sense of fear and discouragement in our country. We've gone through a lot of things over the last three to four years uh, in our country. And the future doesn't seem real promising if you listen to the news media and the pundits and journalists and all of that stuff. It looks like, you know, we're all going to have to stay isolated. There's a new surge of coronavirus and this is we're just going to have to get used to doing life this way. And there's this fear that has prevailed and uh, is being promoted almost uh, on a daily basis. And when you are in fear and when Things like this happen. All you want to do is recluse. You just want to seclude yourself away from everybody. You want to isolate. You want to distrust people. You don't want to be involved with, with life. And it's just get, really gets you to that place of just surviving. And when you're in survival mode, you're not interested or even concerned about tomorrow. You're just concerned about the now, right now. You're not concerned about thriving and prospering and plans and dreams and hopes. And it's been too long that we have been in this mode of just settling to stay in our house, stay away from our friends, wear our masks everywhere. And I'm not trying to be political. I'm just saying, dude, this is something that has truly taken the church and our culture captive. And it's immobilized us. And I would even say that it's paralyzed us. And, you know, they don't call it the shut down for, for nothing. It truly shut down everything. Everything just comes to a standstill. And we're just in hiding, basically. And I've been hearing in my spirit that it's time to move. I heard a few months ago, and you did too if you were with us, in one of our services where Holy Spirit prophetically said it's time to dream. It's time to dream again. And so it's time to move. It's time to get up. And, you know, we're, we're no longer to lay there dead uh, in, in this season that the enemy has wanted to, to truly put a death grip on us, the church, our country. It's time for us to get up and come forth and be resurrected. And all those dreams, as we are resurrected, those dreams come back to life. Holy Spirit blows life on our dreams again. 
again. And so it's time to move is what I'm hearing in my spirit. I'm hearing Holy Spirit speak prophetically. It's time to dream again. And so I want to just share three words with you, and they are literally three single words that I want you to hear that God's been speaking to me as I've been praying through this time of God. What are you saying when it's time to move? What are you saying? And I just heard the Lord share these two words, advance and forward. And so as I share these words to you in just a moment, I'll share the third one uh, with you also. But Proverbs 15, 23 says this, Everyone enjoys a fitting reply. To say the right thing at the right time is a wonderful thing. Uh, the King James says it like, like this, that a word in due season is a good thing. In other words, man, a right word, a good word at, at the exact right time. And to me, this is one of those words. God saying, it's time to move. It's time to get up. It's time to come alive. It's time to dream again. We've been sitting back for far too long. We've been hiding in our homes. We've been hiding away from all of, of the others. It's time to get back into life. And listen, I hear what the what the people are saying about coronavirus and all of that. And yes, we take precautions. Yes, we use wisdom. But I tell you, I am not going to fall into the lie of we're just going to have to live life as some science fiction movie where we're all living in these little bubbles. No, that is not what God's plan is for me. It's not what God's plan is for the church. And he is saying it's time to move on. Move on with wisdom. Move on with discernment. But yes, move on. And so uh, the first word that God shared with me, uh, he said it, it's forward. And so forward is a direction. It's what's ahead of you or in front of you. Remember when I read the scripture as Jesus was coming into Jerusalem, as he was looking ahead, he was looking at what was in front of him. Probably uh, if you've ever been to Jerusalem, uh, Shay and I had the privilege of going there uh, not long ago. And you could look as you could see, as you're coming down out of those mountains, you could see the city of Jerusalem. And he was probably coming uh, over a, a cliff or something and he could see the city down there and he's looking ahead ahead. And so this direction forward is what's ahead. But there are many people who can have a lot of dreams and vision, but that's just ahead of them. But you can't just have dreams and vision out there ahead of you. You've got to do something about it. So the second word was advance. Advance is motion or action. So forward is the direction, but Advancing is the action of stepping forward, taking a step of faith, doing something about it, getting up off the couch, getting up from the desk, getting up uh, out of bed, doing something, getting up out of, out of our uh, passivity, I guess, and doing something about it. It also means progress or promotion. And I really believe that the Lord's saying, I'm about to bring you into a season of advancement a season where things are going to start moving. They're going to start moving forward. There's progress that's going to be made and there's promotion that's going to come. In other words, the place that you are right now as an individual, uh, in your business, in your family, in your marriage, I'm claiming these for things for myself, uh, that we are not going to stay where we are, but we are going to move forward. And so the, the last word, is acceleration. 
I want to share how, how this word came about. So I called a friend and asked him if he would uh, come and be the speaker at our marriage retreat that's coming up February 4th and 5th. And if you haven't signed up for that, I would love for you to be a part of that. Because, again, this is something that you can look forward to, to bless your family and your marriage. And so when I called him and asked him, he uh, talked to me and he, uh, you know, he went back and uh, began to pray about it. And I mean, it was about 15 minutes later, he called right back and he said, hey, man, I've already got a word from the Lord uh, for this weekend that we're going to have. And so I said, man, I'm so excited to hear it. And I didn't tell him this, but God had given me two words about this season. And I'm like, I just want to hear what he's about to say, because I'm like, I hope it lines up with what God is saying to me. And he said, Rife, I'm really hearing the word accelerate, acceleration. And dude, I'm telling you, I was sitting at my desk when I heard him say that. And I just wanted to come up jumping because I'm like, are you kidding me? And I said, Paul, let me tell you this. I said, God has spoken two words to me, forward advance, and now you come with accelerate. This is so exciting because forward is the direction. Advance is the action. It's time to step out and, and move forward. But you come along and God has said it's going to be faster. All right. I want you to understand it doesn't mean that things will necessarily happen fast, which they will in some cases, but it just means faster faster than they've been happening. It, you know, you can go from two miles an hour to five miles an hour to 20 miles an hour to 80 miles an hour. There are different velocities that we can increase the speed, but acceleration means an increase in speed. It sometimes means an increase or in frequency or occurrence. And so God is going to begin to increase the frequency of things. He's going to begin to increase the occurrence of things. He's going to increase the speed at which things happen. So get ready because God says it's time to move. And when you move and I move, then God begins to move. Hey, it's a spiritual principle. God says, if you draw close to me, I'll draw close to you. He says, if you give, it'll be given back to you. He said, if you ask, he says, it will be given. If you knock, it will be opened. If you seek, you will find. So as we begin to move, God begins to move. So this is some exciting stuff for all of us. So we can have these dreams and these words that God gives us advance, forward, and acceleration. We're going to take those and we're going to say, Lord, these are rhema words for us. And a rhema word is a right now word. It's not a word for tomorrow or, you know, 10 years down the road. It's a word for right now. And as we move into 2022, hey guys, it is not, uh, it's not like by happenstance or coincidence that, you know, God just gives these words now. I didn't sit around and dream these words up. I didn't look through a thesaurus or a dictionary to come up with these words. These words were given to me while I was laying in the floor in my office praying, saying, God, what are you speaking to me about us moving? And he said, Rife, it's time to move forward. 
It's time to advance. And shortly after that, Paul calls me with this word and he says, Rife, I'm hearing acceleration, not knowing that God had already spoken those other two words. I'm telling you, I know in my spirit when God is speaking something that is a divine uh, revelation. And so let's take these words to heart. Don't just take them for destiny church, but I'm taking these and receiving them for myself. And I hope you will take them and receive them for you, your business, your home, your family and any other area uh, that you want to see growth in. So, you know, the thing is, is that you can have dreams, but a lot of people have dreams and they never see any traction from them. And vision is so important to dreams. Vision simply is, what do I want it to look like? And the it for you can be any number of things. It could be your business. It could be your marriage, your finances, your family, your spiritual walk. It could be your education or career. What do you want that to look like? It, in other words, it's the big picture. But a lot of people will have big pictures and big dreams, and it'll never come to pass. I remember telling you this story, and if you'll just engage me for a minute, I want to tell you again. I remember when my daughter was dating this young man and uh, she was invited over to his house and uh, her parents, uh, when I went over to the house, her parents, uh, I got to meet them and the dad wanted to show me uh, one of his dreams. And so they lived on this pretty expansive piece of property. And, um, and so he goes out and he shows me his dream. And his dream was to have this RV uh, slash theme park, amusement park here in Baldwin County. And so he's driving me all around this property. It sort of kind of looked like Jurassic Park, uh, it, uh, where it was all overgrown and everything, and the park had been abandoned. Um, and so we're, we're looking at these different things, like a wave pool, um, you know, a place where there would be, uh, you know, just different water animals, a place where they would uh, have a water slide. The water slide was actually there. But the creepy thing about it was that uh, the water slide pretty much dumped into the swamp because it had grown up, weeds had grown up through the concrete, there was no water in there, everything just looked dilapidated. But he was so excited about this because, man, he, he's like, this is my dream, and one day it's going to come to pass. But I'm sitting there going, man, this is actually kind of sad and depressing and a little bit creepy because um, it's, it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. And the reason that it was not going to happen is because he had vision, but he didn't know how to accomplish his vision. Proverbs 29, 18 says this, without vision, people perish. So in other words, without vision, dreams die. And you've probably heard me say this before, that a dream without a plan is simply a fantasy. I'll say it again. A dream without a plan is simply a fantasy. It will never come to fruition without a plan. You have to have a plan. The thing is, is that this man, he had such a big dream, but he didn't have a plan. He just went out and he, he just started building things with no plan in place. There was no, uh, no uh, systematic way of doing it. And the scripture tells us very, very clearly that God, when he speaks to us, he has a plan for our life. And it's a plan to prosper us give us hope and a future. And that just doesn't happen. It happens because there's a plan. So it's easy to have vision, but where the hard part comes in 
it's having that plan of how to put it together and sticking to it, basically. You have to have a plan and you have to have perseverance for dreams to come to pass. So as God gives us these words about advance, it's time to move. Advance forward, it's time to move forward. And accelerate yourself because when you accelerate, I will bring acceleration. When all of this begins to happen, it's going to happen because there's vision and a plan in place. The second thing, you know, in having a plan is to have a goal. Like you have to have goals. And these are the smaller objectives that the dream needs to have accomplished in order for that dream to come to fruition. In Luke 14, 28, this is what the Lord says. He said, but don't begin until you count the cost. For who would begin a construction project of a building without first calculating the cost to see if there's enough money to finish it? Like you can't just have a big dream and not sit down and go, what's it going to take to make this happen? What's it going to take for me to have a better business, a more prosperous business? What's it going to take for me to have a better marriage? What's it going to take for my finances to get better? What's it going to take for me to grow spiritually? What's it going to take for me to break free from some of these addictions or strongholds? It's not just going to happen, guys. There has to be that dream, but there have to be goals. And you have to set goals for yourself to make that happen. This, the third thing, the third word that I want to mention to you is strategy. These are the steps that help us accomplish our goals. Strategy is the step-by-step -step, uh, that we take to make objectives come to pass. And then finally, all of those objectives, when they add up, the goal is accomplished. And this sounds so simple. And if I could just be completely transparent, when people used to talk to me about this kind of stuff, I literally thought they were so nerdy. And I'm like, man, the average person don't have dreams and uh, uh, goals and plans and strategy and all that, those kinds of words. And that's partly true. The average person doesn't. But successful people, they know that dreams do not just happen. There's a lot of hard work. What is the hard work? That's setting the goals and that's setting the strategy, coming up with the strategy to make it happen. And I'm telling you what, if you want to grow in any area of your life, your marriage, your career, your spiritual walk, uh, your parenting skills, any area of your life, financially where you are or your business, if you want to grow in those ways, you've got to come up with a strategy for that. If you don't know how to do that, hey, you need to reach out to somebody who does. Reach out to somebody who's successful in that uh, uh, area of, of the life you want to live. Reach out to somebody who's already achieved some of their dreams. I promise you there are people out there that they want to help you achieve your dreams. So that when we talk about strategy, Isaiah 28 and 10 says that God speaks to us by giving us line upon line and precept upon precept. In other words, order after order. It's sequential. You do this, then you do that, then you do this, you prioritize those steps, and those steps will lead you to accomplishing your goal. And those goals, when they add up, they'll lead you to accomplishing your dream. So this is how I want us to activate this and apply the word today. As we move into 2022, we've got to lay some things down. We've got to forget about the past. 
God is saying, look forward. Forget about the past. In my life over the last four years, some things have happened to me, both personally, professionally, uh, ministry-wise, that have devastated me. It's left me to the place where not only did I want to cry, but many days I did cry. I cried out to the Lord. I cried to my wife. I cried to friends. It was devastating, and I just did not want to even think about the future. I was just consumed with surviving. we got to get out of that mode. It's time for us to put those things aside. Let the past be the past and get ready to move into the future. Come on, man. Will you go with me into the future and achieve the things that God has for us and the things that God has for you? So let's look forward. Let's step out. We've got to take action. And your very first step of action today could really be this application, this activation that I'm going to lead you through. In the link below, you're going to see uh, a link that will lead you to a PDF, a file that you can download. And it's going to help you uh, go through setting some goals and then strategy. How do I accomplish these? These are just the steps, one, two, three, four, that it takes for you to accomplish those goals and for you to have a dream. And some of this... Uh, will have to come with you sitting down with your uh, family. Like for instance, if you're, if it's your spouse, um, you sit down with your family and you go, if I want to have a better marriage, what are some things that need to happen? Okay. So those are goals. All right. So for instance, I want to have a better marriage. Well, there's a conference coming up and I, I know that seems like a shameless plug, but it's not. There's a conference, a two day retreat uh, at Destiny Church that's going to happen in-house. I can go to that. We can go to that and we can see what they can do to help us lead a better uh, uh, married life. That's one thing. I want to go to that conference. Well, then how do you go to the conference? Well, I may need to step one, sit down and talk to my husband or wife about it. Step two, I need to set aside $50 for this. Step three, I need to sign up for it. Step four, I might have to take off work for that Friday night or Saturday that the uh, weekend is going to be. So do you see what I'm saying? So it's a, it's a big goal is to have a better marriage. Uh, or sorry, that's the dream, have a better marriage. The goal would be, hey, one of my goals is to go to this conference. What are the steps to that? Sign up, save money, talk to my spouse about it. Another goal might be uh, to get counseling. And so seek out a counselor would be a step. Get a referral. I'm going to see if I can afford that. Save up money for it. Whatever those steps are will lead you ultimately to achieve those goals, ultimately to achieve uh, your dream. And so I want you to, um, to download that. Fill that out. Spend some time dreaming about the different areas of your life. And it doesn't have to be just areas of your life where there are problems. It doesn't have to just be problematic areas. It can be areas of, of just creativity and desire and hope. So not just areas that you have to work on because there are problems. Those are good and those need to be worked on and gotten healthy too. But it might be, I just wanted a, a new house or I want to be debt-free, or I want to start a business, 
or I want to go back to school. Think of some dreams that are going to make your life healthy and fun and uh, hopeful for you. And so download that link. And I just want to leave you with this. Proverbs 16.3 says that if we will commit to the Lord whatever we do, that He will establish our plans. Like if we commit it to God, God is going to help us carry this through and bring our dream to life. Don't let your dreams die. Bring them to fruition. But it's going to come to fruition, completion, because it has a plan. And don't forget these three words that God is giving us for this season. Where are we going? Forward. Where are we going? We're going to advance forward. Where are we going? We're going to advance forward and accelerate at a speed that we've not seen it. God is going to begin to make things happen. As we move towards Him, let's watch God move. Hey, God bless you. I love you. Can't wait to see you next Sunday. And uh, don't forget, sign up for some of those amazing things that you saw today in our video announcements. Let me pray for you real quick, and then I'll let you go. Holy Spirit, I just thank you for everybody that's watching today. I thank you, God, for people who are tired of just sitting back and being paralyzed with fear and discouragement. Father God, today, I just speak life into you. And just like uh, Jesus spoke when he was walking up to the tomb of Lazarus, he said, I want you to move the door. Isn't that powerful? He said, in other words, remove the thing that's between me and him. Remove the obstacle. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost when I said that. Move, remove the stone. Roll it away. And right now, I'm just saying to you, it's time for Holy Spirit. He's going to remove stones that have been placed in your path to, to keep you sealed in that tomb of discouragement and despair. Holy Spirit, right now, begin to move the obstacles that are in the way. Remove the obstacles that are keeping us from achieving the destiny that you have, the dreams that we have for ourselves, Father. And so, Lord, I speak peace over minds. I speak encouragement. And, Lord, I pray today that this message from you has brought a sense of confidence and a, a sense of hope. And uh, it has brought a sense of inspiration to people that, man, there's hope. There's so much excitement. There's the future. Forget what the news is saying about coronavirus. Forget what cancel culture is telling us to do. Forget about the current events that are going on because, God, we're guys, we're moving forward in spite of what's going on in our world. The greatest movement on the planet was Christianity, and it happened in the midst of Roman oppression. So if the church can go forward, Jesus said the gates of hell will not prevail against us, the church. And so let's just move forward and do these things. So God bless you. I love you. You have an incredible week. And don't forget, download that PDF and get to dreaming because God is moving like never before in, in our life. This is happening. God's speaking it to us, and I cannot wait to see what he's going to do in your life. Now, I want you to do, do this for me. If you have had dreams already come to pass, I'd love to hear some of your testimonies uh, of your vision and how that came to pass, and you can uh, email us at dreams 
at OurDestinyChurch.com and tell me about how God gave you a dream or, or how you had a dream and you uh, came up with the goals and the strategy to make that happen and how once it wasn't, it didn't exist. You had the dream, it came to fruition, and I would love to hear those testimonies so that we can share that with others, all right? God bless you. Have an incredible new year.